Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Fifth day of December 2023. It's 12 o'clock in NYC. It's Barton Han, Dan Grassa, Bart Scott. I'm in for Allen again. A little under the weather today. We'll get him back in here soon. Did you watch that game last night? Yeah, I did, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, we, we we talk about, I mean, you feel bad for Trevor Lawrence. Oh, that, you know. that is, it's unbelievable. But once again, how important are backup quarterbacks, right? Brownie didn't look so good his first couple um, outings. I mean, maybe Pittsburgh has something to do about it. But now you look at it. They're right back in the driver's seat, and it looks like maybe Pittsburgh may be the team that falls short when you look at the fact that they got to depend on Mitch Trubisky. Well, What's see, here, here, here's the thing about last night. And I just look, Browning played out of his mind. We know that. What we said going into the game last night, like I made, made an offhanded comment about, well, the Bengals have no shot. I wasn't talking about the game. I'm talking about winning a Super Bowl. Okay? Great that he went out there and played, but the Bengals as a Super Bowl contender are essentially done. You think? Yeah. If they get yeah. in, they just put up 34 points against a team that had a great defense and a team that was fighting for the best record in all of football. You realize Jacksonville's home record? You see how bad it is? They're yeah. better outside I mean, of yeah, this country I, I mean, than I mean, they are in I mean, Jacksonville. But, yeah, I understand that. But at the end of, end of the day, you got to respect 8-3. and three. But here, you know what's messed up, too? And again, this goes back to the argument again with the Jets and how the season kind of came undone with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. Do you realize, you look at the AFC playoff picture right now, the seven teams that are currently in, there's only three of them, Bart, that have their starting quarterbacks from week one. And it's the top three seeds right now. It's Miami with Tua, Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, and Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. And I'm assuming that Trevor Lawrence is going to at least miss some time, whether it's one game, whatever. But think about that. You only got three teams whose quarterback is still standing from the beginning of the season. And that's what it is. Survival of the fittest is a battle of nutrition, right? We saw last year, I mean, where, where would San Francisco be if, if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt? You know, this Kyle Shanahan you know, um, project still hasn't worked out yet. They've won a lot of games. They've been respected. They haven't won a Super Bowl. Right. You know, and and they've picked they've picked picked badly, you know, failed and gave up everything for for a quarterback, and that didn't work out. And so, you know, they they admitted their mistakes and they moved on. Um, it's going to be tough, man. Like that's what I'm saying. You still have concern, you know, to a tongue of our Lord. That that's one hit away, right, with his history, and we never know when it's going to happen or if if it's going to happen, but it could happen. And you know how would that? You know, we talk about going into the playoffs and the fact that Patrick Mahomes is one of the most uh, consistent guys. Right? I mean, people used to, you know, not really appreciate the fact that Eli Manning was always available. Right. I don't think people appreciated that and understood that. Right. And, you know, that's that's a that's a luxury to be able to have a guy that's able to stay healthy. And so you look you look at all that and it may come down to just who has more of their starting bodies. That's why you look at San Francisco. They went through that that era where they lost Trent Williams, they lost Debo, they lost uh, was McCaffrey for a second, mm-hmm. and and they and they struggled. 
And this is what this is what the world is, backup quarterbacks. And I can see I didn't realize, yo, that this was kind of like a recurring theme on all the shows, right? But it's the reality. And the reality is, you know, the most healthy team usually wins the Super Bowl. It, it, it is. Look, and it's going to drive Jet fans crazy, right, when you see a Jake Brown and go out there and play like he did last night because you think to yourself, all right, maybe that was a little bit of reminiscent of Mike White. Right, that we saw from him on a couple of occasions. Ironically, Cincinnati Bengals, right? Because that was White on Halloween a couple of years ago. He did it against Cincinnati. But none of the guys that have stepped in this year for the Jets, whether it's Tim Boyle, whether it's Trevor Simeon, whether it's Zach Wills, none of these guys have been able to play at a high enough level like we saw from Jake Browning last night okay. in really any game. Okay, can I, can I, can I, like, let, let's, let's, let's talk about that then. Nobody's been able to do that. Because, I mean, the Jets haven't been able to do it because those other teams are still complete. The Cleveland Browns still have one of the best offensive lines in the game, and they have the best defense. Okay, when you look at uh, Cincinnati, they still have three of the best receivers in the game. Correct. They have a $100 million left tackle. They have money spent galore and draft picks galore spent on that offensive line. And so it's easy. It's user-friendly. The Jets aren't user-friendly. The Jets have used, like, what, 14 offensive linemen this year or 14 different combinations? Something like that, yeah. It's crazy. And, and how many games have we played? You, you see what I'm saying? So, like, that's impossible. We played 12. Like, a matter of fact, we played 11. So that, that No, it's 12. Oh, we played 12? Yeah. Okay. I know so, you lose track when you're having so much fun yeah. watching them. But. So, so, we, so we played 12. That's, that's the reality of it, right? So we played 12 games, and the Jets have had – no stability at the offensive line position, um, so it's it's easy for a, or easier for a guy like Brownie to step in when it's only one thing missing. We saw what we saw what um, you know uh, MVP candidate and, and Brock Purdy looked like during that three game losing streak with just losing three players. He still had a great offensive line minus one. He still had Ayuk. He still had Kittles, and it looked horrible. And that was the hope, I think, after week one when Rodgers went down. Because that, right, it's like you put Zach Wilson in there, he got a good enough team around him that they might be able to piece this but, thing together and at least make a playoff run. And then slowly but surely, to your point, yeah. guys have went down. You know, offensive yeah, line, thing receivers, is, whatever. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is when Aaron Rodgers went down, so did Dwayne Brown. <laughs> so you, you lose your left tackle day one. Then you have to make your right tackle your left tackle. And it took him a while to learn how to play left tackle. Then when you start getting settled, okay, we're starting to figure out. Then you lose your right tackle who was your, your emergency left guard and right guard, and it's like you can't make this stuff up. It's like the Mets and the Yankees from a couple years ago when everybody was just getting hurt, and you're like, what's going on over there? Well, I mean, and, and, and what's going on league-wide? Like, I, I, I was joking around last night. It's like the football gods. What, what do they have against these quarterbacks this year in the NFL? Like, how many starting quarterbacks have gone down? And now you have Trevor Lawrence, and look, as soon as he slammed his, his helmet to the ground, you knew that it was bad. Yep. And, and this is a Jaguar team that was in the driver's seat for that division, like you said, a pain-in-the-neck type of team, good on the defensive side of the ball. They would be a tough out in the playoffs. And now if you lose this guy, I mean, C.J. Beathard ain't it. No knock on him, but he's not it. And to have your entire season 12 games, I don't know what's worse, you tell me, to be in a position the Jaguars are in where you're 12 games in, still have a shot at the playoffs, and then maybe your hopes go all up in smoke. Or like what happened to the Jets where it happens right off the bat week one, and you could kind of process it and say, well, it's just not meant to be this year. I mean, I'd rather be able to have something to play for before go- listen football is a hard game and it requires a lot of time and a lot of a lot of focus the the fact that the fact that you know 
it's over with early, and you just got to figure out, man, do I really want to push through this pain and all that type of stuff? It's tough sledding, man. Like, that's that's hard to do. Like, it's hard to know that you have six games and knowing that you're going to be out there, it could be batting practice. You sit up there playing nine on seven because your offense can't score any points. The most interesting thing is just figuring out what the hell is this uh, game between the Patriots and the, and the Jets going to look like? What is the game like? If you, it's one thing to What's lose. What's the Patriots and Steelers going to look like on Thursday night with Mitch Trubisky and whoever the hell the Patriots are going to yeah. start a quarterback? But 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 neither but, one of them could score. But also the crazy thing is like man, like it's some things. Okay, you guys stink. Okay, and, and we'll say okay, you stink. The fact that you're saying that you stink, but you stink worse than the Commanders, <laughs> or you stink worse than the Patriots. I don't know if the Jets. Like people were worried and concerned about losing to the good teams. Man, if you lose to these bad teams, it's going to be hell to pay. Somebody's going to have to jump on the sword. But you hear what you know what the problem is, though? You may not want to admit it. You look yourself in the mirror, you are one of the bad teams. Yes, you are. You know what I mean? Like, you're but one you, of the but, bad teams. But you're still a team that beat Buffalo, and you're still a team that beat the Philadelphia Eagles. <sighs> and if these reports of Zach Wilson are out there where he doesn't want to step up and he doesn't want to play because he thinks he's going to get hurt, I think it's going to hurt his brand big time and all the good favor that he's gotten for at least handling it right, being able to um, say all the right things, be a professional, is going to be taken away. Because it's almost like, you know, we, we're asking for your help. We need you. And we realize that, hey, those other guys are. And maybe Sala was telling us all along. And and, and now he, we're saying, all right, we, 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 we've shown the people. Like, we had to show them because they wouldn't get off our back if we didn't show them. We've shown the people. So we need you to come back and help us win and give us the best chance to win. And if he's saying no to that, self-preservation, I don't I don't know how you don't send him home and say, okay, man, just leave and don't come back. Hold, hold, hold that thought for one second. All right, cause, and, and we'll spend some time getting on that. We're going to have Garrett Wilson coming up at 2 o'clock in his weekly spot. Um, one more thing on the Lawrence injury last night, and really as a whole, with these quarterbacks getting hurt with the frequency that they have this year. You know what I hope doesn't happen, Bart, and is the fallout from this? We know how much they've tailored the rules to make sure that the quarterbacks stay upright and they stay on the field, right? So you can't right. touch them, you can't look at them, you can't breathe on them. I wonder what this league slash the competition committee, once you get to next offseason, given what we just went through this year with all the – and the starting quarterbacks are the stars, I get it. With all them going down, I just don't want this to be any more ridiculous than it is at this point. That's just my hope as a football fan. Like, are we going to put flags in their belts right now? With quarterbacks going into next year just because they're going to do every... I mean, last night Trevor Lawrence went down. That was friendly fire. He was his own dude who stepped on him. So what are you going to start, like, penalizing guys on the yeah. same team? You know what I mean? Like, what now? Can't push guys over the pile. Can't... You know, it's, it's... That's my one fear. With everything we've seen this year. I just don't want to see any more sanitizing of the rules the way they are in this sport. It, it, you know, we saw the Tom Brady rule, Right. right. Saw the Tom Brady ruling. You know, we'll, we'll see. You know, they're trying to take defense out of out of the game, legislate defense out of the game. Can't hit guys, body targets. Who knows what they're going to think of? But you know, the fact that you talk about you may be going to the playoffs led by backups, which means you know, if this was Florida State, we'd be out of the playoffs. We should we should reshuffle to anybody who looks like they're playing well. We should put the uh, Broncos in the playoffs. You know, because you know, at least they have their starting quarterback, so we should be able to lift them up and say they got good wins. We should throw um, Jordan Love in there to replace anybody that's playing with a backup because we think that, hey, if you play with a backup, it's not going to be as good and it's not going to be as entertaining. 
So start over. It's still going to do monster numbers regardless, even if you have backups playing in the playoffs. Like I was thinking about that last night. I don't night. know. I don't know. It's it's football. Oh, on a Saturday. It's a drug. On a Saturday. It's a drug. Bro, on a Saturday, uh, Tennessee, Cincinnati. Well, Tennessee ain't making the playoffs. Yeah, but, so you, know but you know what I'm saying? Something equivalent to that age. All right, how about this? How about Indianapolis and um, Jacksonville? I don't know about that. I don't like know if Indianapolis, in. if Jacksonville, say, wins the division – and they play first game, they're going to play like, you know what I mean, they're going to play probably one of those teams. Cleveland, Indianapolis or something. How about that? People will still eat it up because there's so many different avenues you could look at that game. Yeah, okay. Like No, but last night, I'm sitting there and I had this moment, like when they kicked off overtime, I'm like, this is one of the more entertaining games that we've had like all year. I know that maybe it's not the usual cast of characters in the teams, but think about that. Well, that's because they were playing at a high level. They are putting points up. That's what I mean. Do you expect Cincinnati, Cleveland put up points? But Jake Browning and C.J. Beathard, I'm like, are the two quarterbacks I'm watching to start overtime. And most people, that that game probably did a huge number, even in that overtime. First of all, I love C.J. Beathard. That's the guy that was out with the Rams, right? Was he with the Rams, C.J. Beathard? No, no, he was with uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, he was out there back in the day. You know what I'm saying so, he messed up his thumb last night in that game too. It's funny, like they showed it on the replay, like his thumb got bent back, and then he's like grimacing on the sidelines trying to throw. And Troy's like, "Well, something's wrong with him." I'm like, "Troy, dude, go watch that replay. His thumb got like bent back. That's why he's grimacing. He can't throw the ball." But again, the NFL is a superpower. That's all I'm saying. I mean, we know this now. Yeah, but they, it is differences in, in in levels and games and ratings. So it can do a low number for the NFL, which is still a good number, but it still can do low numbers. Low for the NFL standards, right, but it's still going to beat everything else. The The NFL is selling master advertising spots because of the numbers that they can guarantee. That's how it works. If you can't guarantee it, then what are we talking about? If you're the network that gets that game, you're like, no, man, you got to flex me a better game. Hell no. You better put that on Apple or put that on Amazon Prime or something like that. Well, think like I said, think about, I mean, now with the Thursday night game to flex, you have to do that apparently a month in advance. <laughs> a month? Um, a month for Thursday night. Please, can they, can they get the Jets out of there? Well, they decided not to. But I'm just saying, if they had their druthers, uh. like think about the game this Thursday. New England, who's terrible, and he got Pittsburgh with Mitchell Trubisky. I know the Steelers got a huge fan base across the country, but like, that could be and, ugly. And so do the Patriots. Anthony, um, Anthony told me the over-under is 30 and a half for that game. I, that's a strong under right there. That is a strong Are under. you giving out gambling? Uh, I'm not giving out anything. Promo code FanDuel.com slash Grasa, by the way. But anyway, um, that's a strong under. You think there's going to be 30 points scored in that game? Bill Belichick uh, has averaged under 10 points for the last three games. <laughs> Giving up 10 points. Forget about scoring. He's scoring even less. Right. That's the problem. All right, so we'll get into that a little bit later on. You mentioned it in passing with the news that came out of Florham Park yesterday. It, has it been authenticated? It hasn't been authenticated yet, and I did some digging myself, and still haven't been able to authenticate it. However, when is the time? When is the time when they they are able to ask Zach Wilson? Well, that's Wednesday. Well, tomorrow, right? Salah's going to talk. Well, I, don't you think word's going to trickle out today who the starting quarterback is going to be, or nobody's going to know until tomorrow when Salah meets the media? I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to try and hold it as long as he can. Right. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, what's going on. But you think, like, it's okay, you have another disappointing game. You lose to the Falcons. You can't score a touchdown. Trying to still make peace with that. Five games left to go. You went through another quarterback in that game. And then you're just having a normal Monday, picking up the pieces. And then you get a report in the afternoon that Zach Wilson is, quote-unquote, reluctant 
to go back in and be the quarterback again. Come on, we, we know that's gold for you guys in the media. Well, aren't you in the media? Yeah, I am, but I, I don't I don't root for stories like that. You know what I mean? This is gold for y'all. I'm not going to benefit off of a story like this, right? Real quick, let me interrupt you. Take a guess who's starting for the Giants against the Packers on Monday night, because now it's official. Tyrod Taylor? Tommy DeVito. Oh! It's pretty. It's so- Tommy DeVito. So that's that's per Brian yeah, Dable. Like Brian Dable, that's, that's, that's listen. Tommy Cutlets! That's that's a uh, uh yo, that's that's surprising because this Tyrod Taylor is his guy. It's his guy, but they just opened up like the return window, right? So maybe he's just not ready yet. Maybe he needs another what the, week. What the hell did he do? Was it still the ribs? Probably the ribs, yeah. Damn. Well, dude, this is remember, he got a cortisone shot in the lung once upon a time. This dude in that area is probably like damaged goods, right. if you know like, what I mean. It's, it's like uh, it's like uh, Allen always says. I forget the guy. He's like naked gun um, two and a half. He's like that guy that everything happens to him. Like OJ. Yeah, OJ. But I forget his name. Nordberg. Nordberg. Yeah, he's yeah. Nordberg. Yeah. OJ went on to fame post naked gun, of course, for uh, infamous reasons. Um, so Zach, he's reluctant to go back in. Now, first off, we don't know if this is true. Robert Sala was asked about these reports when he was on with TMKS in his weekly spot yesterday. Hmm, was I have no idea what players have with one another, what teammates have with one another, the conversations they have. I know that you know if there was truly a reluctance to play, and it was told to us in this building, players won't be here. But with that said, about an hour ago, I said in my press conference, uh, Zach came in here and he wants the ball. He wants to play. And we had a conversation about it, and I let him know where I'm at. I let him know the things that he needs to get better at. And the same things I'm, I told him, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm just not ready to make a decision on whether or not I'm ready to give him the ball, but, but I know he wants it. All right. So Zach Wilson, according to the coach, went into his office and said, I want the ball. Give he me say, the ball, coach. He say, those guys stink. You know what? I don't stink that bad. Rome is on fire. We're 4-8, but damn it, I want the ball. Season's over. Put it's me. hopeless, but I want the ball. Do you put believe me that happened? Put me in, coach. Yeah, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Do you really believe that happened? I know, or was I know, that I'm, not, I know I'm not going to be here next year, but uh, so what, like, the, what the hell? Say it with your chest. <laughs> did that really happen? And, like, here's the thing. This report, let's say this, did, this conversation did take place. Did Zach Wilson get wind that this report was coming out from somebody or somewhere, so then he took it upon himself to then go talk to the coach and say, I want to play, to go completely in the opposite direction of what this this report insinuates is that he's reluctant to go out there and be the quarterback. I can't wait to hear from him. Something's up. Let's put it this way. Something's a little fishy, and it's not what's on the menu. But you know what? When you're 4-8, I guess these things happen. Like, they can't even have just a normal, quiet, post-fifth straight loss Monday. There still has to be drama. You got five games left in the season. There still has to be drama involved with it. Why? We just can't have nice things right now, man. I mean, the, the I things know. things haven't been nice for a while. But my point is, is just, you know, why can't you walk the, past, you know, the, the building that's kind of been taken down just nice and quietly and go on with your day? Because the Giants were on a bye, so we needed something. Well, that's what it is. It feels like the Giants, by the way, have not played a game since, like, Super Bowl we, 43 we, or We whatever. don't hear – this is the biggest controversy that, we, that we're that we going to have with the Giants in a long time. That Tommy DeVito starting over Tyrod Taylor. Especially if they keep winning. Well, according they, to them, the, they think they can roll the, well, they roll the table. Imagine if they beat the Packers on Monday. I'm not saying they can't. 
But Jordan Love and the Packers are playing good football. That's what would be surprising about it. But with the Jets situation, look, we said it yesterday, and fans don't want to believe it. And fans were sitting there salivating once they found out that Tim Boyle will be starting the game against the Dolphins. And then they got up out of their seats, the 10 people that were still there, on Sunday afternoon in the rain in the fourth quarter when Trevor Simeon ran on. I was looking down writing something in my notes up in the press box. And all of a sudden, I heard this, like, eruption from the crowd. I said, what happened? I looked up, and I said, I didn't even see Simeon run to the field, Bart. And I said to Greg, I said, they put Simeon in. Because that's the only thing that my brain would allow me to think the reaction came from the crowd for. And lo and behold, that's what it was. And they didn't even know what they were getting. But it was somebody else, and that's how the fans feel right now. But the reality, their judgment is clouded. Because Zach still gives them the best chance to win out of the three guys who are currently active in that quarterback room. Yeah, and, and, and you're just looking for something, like a spark, a big play, anything. Like, Trevor Simeon looked like he had just came out of like a, like, what's the, what's the thing? The uh, Carbon freeze. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that what they do now? Like, when you go in there, you, you, well, you put the, the boots Solo. on? No, yeah. no, 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 not the carbon freeze. <laughs> What's the thing that you have right now where you kind of sit into the cold? In it, the, the cryogenic yeah, chamber cryogenic, thing? Yeah, yeah. He, he, like he just got a cryogenic <laughs> chamber, and they, didn't give, and they didn't give him protective toe sleeves. You know what I'm saying? So he, none of his toes was working, man. I say, damn. I thought I thought Joe Flacco looked uh, old in the pocket. I said, that dude looked like he had no interest in moving. So he, he, here's my I'm, – I'm trying to piece this whole thing together, and I'm, I'm willing to play along with the report about this Zach Wilson reluctance thing. Here's my thought. If you have two people in the media, Zach Rosenblatt and Diana Rossini, both of the Athletic, okay, here's my thoughts. Maybe in passing, it could have been in the cafeteria, it could have been in the film room, it could have been anywhere. Maybe Zach Wilson is talking to one of his teammates, and he says, shoot, the, or maybe it's on the sidelines, shoot, I, I wouldn't want to go back in and play the, behind this, the way things are going now. Just in passing is a joke, ha ha. And then maybe one of the reporters spoke to that player, and they were just having a general conversation. The player, whoever that might have been, said, yeah, even Zach was saying that he, he probably wouldn't even want to go back in, or Zach doesn't want to play behind that line. And Quote, then they run with the story. Quote your sources. Right? And then it becomes something. And I don't know if this is true. I'm just wagering a guess. That's all. But let me tell you something. You played this game. I didn't. If you found out that there was somebody who was quote unquote reluctant to go in and play, he got to go. He's gone. But not like not not like no gone. No, we would we would pack up his locker for him. Right. And we say we'll send it to you. Don't even come pick it up. Give us an address. We'll ship your belongings to you here. Right. But think about the damage control then for thirty one other teams. Like if that ever got out for any player, I don't care if it's a kicker, a long snapper, whoever it is. Well, he's damaged goods for thirty one other teams, Bart. Well, well, Marcus Mariota did the same thing when you watched the when you watched the quarterback story on Netflix. I only got through four episodes. And they, I was and done. They, and, and and if you don't realize, when Jalen Hurts went out, he actually played um, for the Eels the other day. So maybe maybe not so fast because didn't he? I thought that was I thought that was weak when he got benched for Ritter last year, and that was his guy. Or you, he did Arthur Smith that way. I gave you the starting spot, and you stink. Like he fumbled the ball in the first game, and that's how they lost the game. That's right. And he never got better. And then when they told him he couldn't start, that's what I'm telling you about these quarterbacks. Like I don't get how they get the free pass with everything. They're not held accountable like anybody else. Mario, you, Mariota did that and, and left. Grabbed his stuff and left. 
and still got paid. He won a Heisman Trophy though. <laughs> he's got that on the. He's got that in the uh, trophy case. You know that's there. But this is again. I don't know how much more is going to come of this. Look, we don't even know who the quarterback is going to be. But I did find it interesting that that Robert Sala was asked yesterday by the media. Well, if Zach came to you and said that he wants the ball and he should start, why haven't you named the starting quarterback yet? And he said, I'm just not there yet. (laughs) So Robert Sala knows. He's trying his best, man. (laughs) Look, I understand. We know that the divorce is coming, right? We know that it's coming in another five weeks. We get it. Zach's not going to be here next year. It's like like she's filed. Right. Before she filed, like, let's go to counseling. Yeah. Like, come on, man, stop. You know, all the legalities. Like, quit playing. I'll sign it, but I'm not going to sign it for another five weeks, but we know what's ultimately going to happen here. If that's the case, if you're Robert Sala, why sleep on this thing for another couple of days? Like, what? Do you have to do more fact-checking? Like, I don't understand. You really think that either Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon are going to wake up on Wednesday and become this new quarterback that suddenly give you a better chance to win a football game? I mean, right? like, Tim Boyle got two shots. If I'm, if I'm um, Trevor Simmons, I'm like, man, I was cold. Let me let me war- <laughs> let me warm up. Let me warm up, knowing I'm going to the game, coach. Let me get in the hot tub. Hey, let me put the atomic bomb on. To be fair, he's like, I had extra clothes on because of the weather. To be fair, maybe he deserves. Maybe that they're trying to say to themselves, you know what? Give him a full week of practice and see what happens. The coaching staff, not I'm, me or I'm, you. I'm just saying. Remind me again. Yeah. Who did Trevor Simmons get beat out by? You mean for the Bengals' backup quarterback job? <laughs> yeah. Browning, comma, Jake? That oh, guy? Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. 800-919-3776. Like I said, we got Garrett Wilson coming up at 2 o'clock. That should be a joy, given how well things are going right now for the football team. Man. Uh, big Knicks game tonight. Quarterfinals of the in-season tournament. And, hey, how about the pesky Pacers last night? Maybe a Knicks can copy a page out of that book and shock the world I'm and beat the Bucks. losing. In Milwaukee, Bucks don't lose at home, though. They only lost one game. They're unbeatable in that building. But you know what? Nick's got a shot. You never know. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Maybe, just maybe, and I say maybe, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed, something is going to happen out of Nashville with the winter meetings. Like, somebody's actually going to get a boatload of money. There's going to be a big trade, something. There's nothing so far. But we'll keep you posted on that. It's Dan and Bart. It's Barton Hahn on a Tuesday, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. They've lost five in a row and are having a hard time scoring any touchdowns. What happens if the Jets don't win another game this season? What does it mean for the future? That's what I asked Rich Samini last night on ESPN New York Tonight. If they go 4-13 and and run the table here, I, I think it'll be a complete change. I mean, I have a hard time believing that Woody Johnson would, would keep everyone bring the gang back again if the team ends the season on what would it be at that point like a 10 game, 10 game losing. losing streak yeah I mean that's just coaches don't survive that in the NFL GMs don't survive that in the NFL that's just the nature of the beast and that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew when it's game time it's Tully time be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly coming up three o'clock it's the choice in New York sports talk it is the Michael K show and it's only here on 98.7 FM this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Dan and Bart, Barton Han on this Tuesday, 5th day of December, 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Garrett Wilson joining us at 2 o'clock in his weekly spot. We got Nick's Bucks. In-season tournament basketball coming up a little bit later on tonight, but we're talking some football, everything going on right now with the situation involving the Jets. In case you just missed it, Tommy DeVito going to be starting for the Giants on Monday night against the Green Bay Packers. Brian Dayball making that announcement earlier today, and he was asked about it, Bart, and he said he thinks that Tommy's deserved it, and he's earned the right. So good for him. We'll see. Hey, I mean, and they're going. you ride the hot arm, you know what I mean? We're, this is not baseball where you say you're only as hot as your, your, your the next day pitcher. Tom DeVito's been putting in and maybe inspiring people. People starting to learn how to play, maybe just scratching the surface. Jordan Renan says that Tyrod Taylor will serve as the backup, assuming he gets through the week. So if he gets through, he's active, he's in uniform, you never know. It's going to be a hell of a test, man. That The, the defense hey. and the pass rush of the uh, Green Bay Packers is starting to hum. And not only that, so is the offense, too. I mean, you think about Jordan Love and you think about everything that he's done so far this year, I mean, he's going against the best, one of the best defenses in the league last week in Kansas City and made him look pedestrian. Jordan Love has four games. Think about this for a second. Like, what would anybody around here give for this? Jordan Love has four games this season with three or more touchdown passes and no interceptions. Four. I mean, and just think, it's been, it's not, it's, it's, been, it's been good, it's been bad, but he's learned, and that's really what you want when you have a young quarterback. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. We're going to go to the phone. Start it off with Colby and Asbury Park, our leadoff hitter here on Barton Hahn, 9870 ESPN. Colby, what's going on? Hey, Dan and Bart. So, uh, Dan, to your point about the crowd getting excited about Simeon, I mean, this this Jets fan base, myself included, were so emotionally broken. We've had six quarterbacks the past two years, um, you know, take snaps. Six quarterbacks not named Aaron Rodgers. So, my point to that is, I know he's probably not going to do it, you know, given the result of the game against Atlanta, but I would like to see Rodgers play because I just want, like, a jolt, a spark to get us excited for next year because I'm not excited at all. But what if he gets hurt, then? What would that jolt go to? Then, then, <laughs> cross that brick and we get there, I guess. But I, I need Rodgers is down! <laughs> Rodgers is down! <laughs> I, I, I pray. 
I pray to God that doesn't happen, but I, I need something, man, because I'm, I'm so sick of this. Well, Kobe, you're not alone. I can promise Kobe, you that. Use the Knicks. Use the Knicks, Kobe. Yeah. Just, just lean into another sport. Watch the Knicks. Believe in the Knicks. You know, the Rangers, they're playing some good hockey. Maybe you get something entertaining from the baseball teams here over the next month or so with the hot stove season heating up. But as far as the football is concerned, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Uh, let's say hi to Mark in Middletown, who's up next here on 98.7. Mark, how you doing? I'm good, gentlemen. How about yourself? What's up, Mark? Hey, I got a question for you guys, man. So, the Jets entered this season right, expecting not to have a first-round draft pick and have Aaron Rodgers start every game this year. Obviously, that didn't happen. If I recall correctly, last week I heard Bart and Han were kind of going back and forth. I think, Bart, you want him to take a quarterback, or Han wanted them to take if a it's quarterback. Top, if to it's draft. top five. If it's top five. If it's top five. So here's what I want to know, right? If you were already willing to go into this upcoming draft with no first-round draft pick, if the Jets are smart, why don't we trade – our first-round draft pick, and let's get a first-round draft pick for next year, okay, and maybe a second-rounder for next year as well, and maybe we get a fourth for this year, right? There's plenty of wide receivers that are going to hit the market. you got Calvin Ridley's going to be a free agent. Mike Evans is going to be a free agent. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Calvin Ridley. Marquise Brown. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Michael Pittman Jr., I mean, we can buy line. We can buy wide receiver. But the way I'm looking at it is if next year – where Rodgers does not go right, we're going to clean house, we're going to get rid of coaches, we're going to get rid of, of staff, okay. and then in 2025, we'll have the ammunition to move up and go get the quarterback that we need and actually do a real reset on this franchise and do what we got to do. So, Mark, so Mark, before the season started, you assumed some things, right? We assumed yep. that Alan Lazar was going to be a good receiver, good number two. We assumed that McCole yep. Hartman was going to come in and be that gadget guy and give us some explosive uh, plays after what we saw him do in Kansas City. We also assumed that Vera Trucker was going to stay healthy, and we hoped yep. that Mekhi Beckham was going to stay healthy. None of those things happened. So in a draft where you have an opportunity to get a Panay Sewell-type player, when you have the opportunity to get a Tristan Wirth-type player to protect said quarterback whoever it's going to be this year or next year yeah. knowing that you know, you don't know if Vera Tucker when he's going to come off of that IR pup list and you don't know Makai Becton if you are able to retain him or franchise tag him who's going to be protecting whoever's behind center wouldn't that be negligence to wait a whole nother year to try and get a quarterback with ammunition when you need to protect the quarterback that you got? Your best shot of winning the Super Bowl is next year with Aaron Rodgers, and he may only be with you for one year. Yeah, you can go out and you can make you can you can buy receivers this year, but it still doesn't address what you need at the offensive line position. You may run out of money. So, just a thought. So Didn't I say that yesterday? That you don't think we'll have a, we don't think we'll have enough money next year. To, to buy some linemen and, and you know, a guy like what? Mike Evans. It's, it's you know, only Mike one, Evans no. is 30 years old. What's he going to ask for? A two-year contract? No. You know what I mean? No, no. He's gonna, look, hold up. Uh, Devontae Adams was 30 years old when he was coming into um, his free agency when he went to the Raiders. He got paid $100 million. And those guys you're going yeah, to have to trade Raiders for. Mike Evans. Mike Evans is going to say, why would I come there when you're only going to have Aaron Rodgers for one year? And I don't know who's going to be my quarterback later. So you better give me money because you got to pay more because you're not a good organization. 
And guess what? I just you can say whatever you want. I've had a thousand yards receiving every year with guys named Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston, um, uh, Mike Glennon. Like if so, you won't pay me. That's why. That's why. That's why Mike. Uh, that's why Devonte Adams is the best move because you don't have to pay top of the market because if you trade yeah, for you him, he's only. You got him for two more trade years. Away assets. No, yeah, but shouldn't you try and trade away future assets to get him because he only costs seventeen million dollars? He doesn't cost you money, so you still can go get your offensive lineman if you trade for him. He's only going. Randy Moss got traded for a fourth round draft pick at thirty. Devontae Adams is thirty two years old, so it's apples to apples. So giving up a fourth, who cares? Who you gonna get in the fourth round anyway? Yeah, nobody. The Mike Evans and Mark, thanks a lot for the phone call. The Mike Evans money, I'm looking at this now. He there's no more guaranteed money after this year. Even though he still has three more years on the contract, he's essentially a UFA after this year. Yeah. The way that it's structured. Yeah, let him go. Yeah. So that'll only cost you money. Now, we got some breaking news. On two I I I'll leave it up to you. I'll ask you first. What order do you want the news? We have Jets quarterback news and we have Trevor Lawrence news. Which one do you want? What? I like to to wallow in other people's misery. <laughs> let's that's, go. Let's let's go with Trevor Lawrence. That's why I gave you the choice. I thought you might say that. Okay. I and again, it's it, X rays were. It's funny how Jaguars fans can get all this good fortune, but uh, other fans don't receive the same good luck. Trevor Lawrence has a high ankle sprain. They're not even ruling out of him playing this week. Everything is stable. No structural damage. How about that? He looked like he was done. They couldn't find a golf cart to get him back to the locker room. He needed, like, a local police officer to help him back to the locker room with the trainer. And Trevor Lawrence could still be on the field this week. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I was nervous. All right, so that's the Jaguars. And now you want the Jets news? Yes. All right. According to uh, multiple reports, first one I saw was Jusina Anderson. The Jets are signing quarterback Brett Rippon, who beat the Jets, by the way. On Thursday Night Football in 2020, when he was with the Denver Broncos. 2020. Nobody was at the game. That was the COVID year. Off of Seattle's practice squad, and they're releasing Tim Boyle. What the F? <laughs> now. But, but, but now, now, now we're being aggressive and getting people off people. Couple <laughs> things. Couple things on this. Number one, I'm bummed because I like Tim Boyle personally. Okay, if it's true. And I, I assume it is. Okay. I like Tim Boyle personally. He's a really, really good dude. Number two. How's the boss going to take it? That's the big takeaway from this. That is the takeaway because Tim Boyle is known as an Aaron Rodgers guy. They go back together in their time in Green Bay. A lot of people think that that's the only reason Tim Boyle was on this team and still on this roster because he knows Hackett, he knows the system, he knows Aaron Rodgers. There is a familiarity, the there's system. a comfort he should, level. He should be a quarterback's coach. Well, there you go. You know what? The more the merrier. The more the merrier. Be a quarterback's coach. But my point is this. If they said goodbye to a quote-unquote Aaron Rodgers guy and they've already benched and Aaron Rodgers guy, who they gave a lot of money to, and Alan Lazard, maybe this perception of the influence that he has in the organization is starting to wane a little bit. And it might have to, Bart, because let's be real. If indeed the suggestions were coming from him about which players to bring in and all these other things, and we know that they've gotten zero on those returns this year, they got to get this thing right Tim going Boyle, into 2024. Tim Boyd was on a practice squad, right? Practice squad at the beginning of the season. Right, so that's what I mean. His money is not guaranteed Correct. the entire season. Aaron's probably like, He was the bro. third stringer on Aaron's opening probably, night. Aaron's probably like, yo, I got you as much money as I can, man, but damn, you got to do better than that, bruh. But if they want to get this thing right, you got to leave it up to the people who are paid to make these decisions 
and the ones in charge to go out there and evaluate talent, but, pick players. But here's the other thing. Though. Not have the players pick players. I don't care who they are. But, you know, we knew that he was a luxury pick. Like, he, he's like having one of the Antetokounmpo's, or what's his name, Kukupo's? He's like having one of Giannis' brothers on the roster. Oh. It's like, it's no harm, no foul. You didn't expect to ever use him. But what I, what I would say is, what does this mean? Like, you don't sign somebody to from a practice squad to active roster unless they're going to play. Well, that's let's be real. Unless Trevor Simeon is going to be the starter, because that's the thing. Like, so if you're doing that, like, because you're not keeping him for next year if you don't know he can play. So if he's going to come up, he's here for a reason. Now, what's the connection? Does he have any West Coast type of background? Like, Shane he- Shane um, Shane Waldron is the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks. He came from the Rams. Right? What they got to do with Salah? Or Hagen. But that's what they use. It's the West Coast system. It's no. a West Coast system. That's like saying, oh, you play in the 3-4. The Rex 3-4 is different from the Dick LeBeau 3-4, which is different from the Wade Phillips 3-4, which is different from the Romeo that's Cornell right. 3-4. Brett Rippon was in Denver last year. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. He was the one who ah. quarterback. He lost to the Jets. Oh, so that's he, he, knows he knows the offense. He knows, so he's, brought, he's been brought in here to start. And he started a game this year, remember... For the Rams. So he's being brought in here to start. He started a game this year for the Rams. He lost um, at Green Bay, 20-3, to on November the 5th. Jeez, that was a month ago. 13-28, to 130 yards, one, t- one interception. He'll fit right in. There you go. He's been, brought, you go. In. He's been brought in to start. He'll fit right in. 13-28, to 28, 130 yards, one interception. That's about par for the course here. Oh, right? Perfect. <laughs> God. If you ain't laughing, you're crying. So it comes. So there you go. And look, you can't even rule it out. But this one, I don't understand. Brett Ritt, look, right now, uh, twelve forty-five on Tuesday afternoon, Bart. If you're asking me, I'm flipping the coin. No, Brett no, Ritt might be no, starting on Sunday. No, but this is the thing. Who's going to be down? Is Zach Wilson not going to dress? Is Trevor Simeon the backup? Trevor Simeon might be the backup, and he keeps Zach as number three. Maybe so nothing mean, changes. So that means Zach. Zach's not dressing. Or the emergency number three. If Zach, right, he's going to be the same guy that he's been the, the last couple of weeks. If that's the case, then there is some merit to this report, I think, that came out yesterday. If Zach is still the number three. When Zach went into the office, according to the coach, and said, hey, I want to play. Give me the ball. I want to play. But if he's still the number three, that probably wasn't taken too kindly. That's At least the I'm reluctance saying. part. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 800-919-3776. Dan and Bart, it's Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You know, another thing, too, that we've seen the last couple of days 
in the NFL. On Sunday in the Eagles 49ers game with Dre Greenlaw and the Eagles head of security. Bad boy. Okay. And then last night in the game, what was it, like the, the water boy or something for the Jaguars? Like, just casually strolls onto the field while the game is still in session in between plays to give Evan Ingram <laughs> some water. And the refs were like, what are you doing? <laughs> the, the, the play is not stopped. So they had to charge the Jaguars a timeout on that one. Like, hey, did, they got to get these sidelines in order. What the hell is going on? They should have said 12 men on the field. Like, who's the 12 men? The water boy. <laughs> what? 12 men plus water on the field. By, by, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is going to be on the McAfee show, by the way, in his weekly spot in about 15 minutes. Well, we had an Aaron Rodgers tweet. Well, that was the whole thing from yesterday about uh, Aaron Rodgers reached out to Zach Wilson about this whole reluctance report and that type of stuff. So I'm sure we're going to get some clarification on that. We'll have Garrett Wilson coming up at 2 o'clock. And in case you're just joining us, according to reports, Tim Boyle out, Brett Rippon signed by the Jets off the Seattle Seahawks practice squad. I know I know Brett I know Brett's like, man, I was going to the playoffs, man. Hell no. Get that playoff share. Get that playoff share. Even, no. even on the practice squad to get the playoff share? Yeah, they might call him up. Who knows? He might somebody might get hurt. And this is the same Brett Rippin, by the way, who started a game for the Rams earlier this year and has started against the Jets twice, as a matter of fact. Last year with the Denver Broncos when the Jets won the game. Is he five hundred? As a starting quarterback, yeah, he's two and two. And guess who his first win was against? The Jets in 2020. And that's what I'm saying. He's 500 against the Jets. He's 500 against the Jets. He's 500 as an NFL starter. He's 2-2. Two and two. So who knows? Maybe some of that luck will rub off when he uh, walks into Florham Park. Let's say hi to uh, Edwin, who is in Tribeca. He's up next here on 98.7. Edwin, how you doing? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. How are you? Edwin, what's up? I appreciate everything you guys do. And I know you guys are both in the locker room. Uh, real quick, before I knew... We were going to lose that game. I, I had read the uh, post-game presser, and I was listening, and he said, Salah said, we had Ritter in the combine. We were looking at him real good. I mean, it just goes to show you that Salah's been looking. Maybe this is like a wife-husband relationship. You know, I'm mad at you. I'll get you a gift. Well, let me try to help it out, smooth things over. Let me see if I can bring in. A, you know, a new guy now from Boise State that played in, for the Denver Broncos, as you guys frequently brought up, the breaking news. So I'm just hoping that we can make some moves. And what's telling me about the Jets, if you follow them closely, they brought in Tim Boyle. He didn't work out. I call him Tim Boyle Eggs. I'm glad he's gone. That's fine. But I'm hoping that they can give, you know, one more shot as a backup quarterback, and let's see what we got because Zach Wilson is not the backup quarterback. He should not dress. And I think, see what these two guys got, let them roll out there, and let's see what we got. Now, about Will McDonald in the first-round pick, you know, I know you got Garrett Wilson coming up. You know, he completely missed that, Joe Douglas. You could have had Jackson Smith in the Jigma. You could have solved two and one while helping Rodgers out, getting him a wide receiver. And you could have got your rookie of the year. You could have got him his best partner in crime. Now you got to try to do it in this draft. Which but, you're yeah, but there's, Edwin, but Edwin, Edwin, there's Edwin. a lot of wide receivers. Edwin, there's a lot of wide receivers. Edwin, that's business history, right? Yeah. Because when they signed McCole Hartman, you was like, bet. And yeah. before that, they had Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. Who knew Corey Davis was going to retire? Not me. So I don't they, think the Jets. So they had Corey Davis, Alan Lazard, 
McCole Harmon, that's not nothing. Isn't there another guy? Wasn't there another guy, too? I'm trying to remember. Well, Randall Cobb, he thought, was actually going to do something this year. Right, so don't act like, oh, they should have got a receiver now that I think about Look, it. Because they went out and got McCole Harmon, who had 21 touchdowns in three years in um, Kansas City. In Kansas City. When we were in training camp, He right? can't even play for Kansas City no more. He just, well, I don't He's know hurt why. now, I think. Yeah, but I, I mean, look, but I even tried. before, he was dropping balls Dude, left and right. But I tried to tell people that. I mean, that was a problem here. It's not like the Jets had a vendetta against him. They tried to put him to use. They they wanted to play him, but it became evident very early on, even during the offseason, that maybe he wasn't going to work out. Because the last time I checked, as a wide receiver, as a returner, anything you want to do, um, what's the objective, first and foremost? To catch, catch the, ball. the ball. Right, and if you don't do that, they're not going to put you out on the field. It's very, very simple. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Remember, Garrett Wilson's joining us in about an hour in his weekly spot. Coming up at 2, we'll get into all the Knicks stuff as they got themselves a big one tonight in the in-season tournament against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll monitor the winter meetings out there in Nashville. If anybody wants to spend money in baseball, that would be nice. It's Dan, it's Bart, it's Bart and Han, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So are there any silver linings to this Jets season? Now 4-8 and eight with a five-game losing streak. Yesterday on the K-Show, Don found one. Maybe Aaron Rodgers dodged a bullet because a lot of this would have fallen on his shoulders had this team missed the playoffs. It would have been all his fault. But now he's the savior. It wouldn't look this bad. Hey, listen, Aaron Rodgers is really good and it would look a lot better. But you think that team would go to the playoffs, Michael? They can't block. They can't figure anything out. Think about it. I know all three quarterbacks are awful, but I'm looking around the National Football League. Joe Flacco, what was he doing? He was in a lazy boy watching football. Jumps in. He's slinging the ball around. They didn't win the game, but it looked like a decent offense out there. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up, 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.